Good morning. Can I touch this just for a second, Nibby? It's crooked. Nibby always says, do not touch the microphone. It was crooked. Will you stand with me as we read our um, responsive reading this morning? 
young and old, sons and daughters of God, all who are the diverse creation of God's imagination and love, join in praise and thanksgiving as we worship the one who brings us together. We come together in partnership and mission, knowing that we are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to serve others, to seek justice, and to offer the hope of the resurrected Christ. We are called to be the one hope of our high calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God.
be seated. Good morning. I'm not Tim Hobbs. Have you noticed yet? Um, Tim and his family, as you know, are, as we speak, in some city in Italy. Um, they were starting out in Florence. I assume they're still there. I don't, and then they're going to a variety of places in Italy for the next couple of weeks. Um, so I am with you today. Bob Hicks, who is the um, former director of Habitat for Humanity, will be with you next week. And I will be back with you on July the 3rd. Uh, then Tim will return to the pulpit on July the 10th. He will be back in town prior to that. So keep him and his family in your prayers as they um, travel and spend this time together. I, I asked him if this was um, Molly's graduation present. And uh, he said, we're not calling it that. And I said, good, because you're setting the bar awful high to have two children come behind her. <laughs> we are not calling it that. Um, so welcome to Community Baptist Church. As far as announcements goes, please um, draw your attention to the announcements on the back of your worship sheet. There is a, a mission trip. Uh, I don't know what order you have these in, Greg. Um, there is a mission trip to Atlanta, Georgia, the last week in July, July 24th through the 30th. Um, if you are interested in going on that trip, the, we will be help, helping uh, a new church startup, a new CBF church startup, um, and working in a soup kitchen and a variety of construction projects. And um, just, I, I think we're, we're going to be, um, whatever comes up, we're going to help with. If you are interested in that, um, there, is orange, there are orange pieces of paper that you can fill out, and um, if you'll just drop that in the offering plate or leave it um, in the church office so that we will know your intentions of, of going on that. Uh, the mission team meeting will not be this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, I'm not sure when it will be rescheduled for, um, but it's not this afternoon. Uh, Julie, you've got an announcement about the youth mission trip. Um, we are in need of um, some scholarships for our youth camp, um, approximately about five, and that would include chaperone um, costs as well. But um, we're going to be leaving on July 4th, and we'll be staying down there until Friday evening and coming home. But if anyone would like to um, sponsor a scholarship for that camp, uh, the cost is 235 if you want to just um, donate uh, a part of that, that would be fine too. Just be sure that you label that on your um, check so that the office will know uh, what your um, donation is for. Uh, that 235 usually includes their meals for the most part for the whole entire week, lodging, and um, that pretty much takes care of that child for that week. So. Um, if you are able to do that, you can either see me or turn that donation into the office. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. I haven't forgotten that part. Happy Father's Day. Jimmy um, Purcell uh, said this. 
on his ability or how to diaper a baby. This is back in the olden days. How to diaper a baby, written by a man. Spread the diaper in the position of of the diamond with you at bat. Baseball diamond. With you at bat. Then fold second base down to home. Set the baby on the pitcher's mound. Put first base and third base together. Bring home plate up and pin the three together. Of course, in case of rain, you got to call the game and start all over again. (laughs) Charles Wadsworth said, by the time a man realizes that maybe his father was right, he usually has a child who thinks he's wrong. Happy Father's Day. Let me ask this. If you are a grandfather, I'm going to ask you to stand. If you are a dad, I'm going to ask you to stand. If you are an uncle, I'm going to ask you to stand. (laughs) If you are a brother, I'm going to ask you to stand. If you have a child in your life that you care for or care about, I'm going to ask you to stand. There you go. You who are standing are a powerful force, a powerful influence in our world today. Billy Graham said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet the most valuable assets in our society. I couldn't agree more. My dad, who died when I was 23 years old, still influences who I am and how I view the world. His words still come out of my mouth. We all want to know that we make a difference in the world. Those of you who are standing, let me affirm that because of your sphere of influence, You impact the lives of children, and because of that, you truly make a difference in this world. Happy Father's Day. You may be seated. If you are a guest with us, we are very glad that you are with us. Um, There are guest registers on the end of each pew. They are little red book looking things, if you would sign that and um, pass it down the pew so that we can have a a record of your attendance, if you would fill out as much information as you are comfortable uh, giving us. If you do give us your email address, we do have an electronic newsletter that we send out every Thursday so that you can keep up with what's going on with us. Um, Now let us greet each other um, with a holy kiss. Um, and um, shake the hand of a dad today. Let us greet each other this morning.
Boys and girls, if you will gather up front with us with Miss Mary this morning, uh, for it's time for our children's moment. Um, so if you will just gather at the front with us. got some new faces this morning. I would like to, if everybody would help me, welcome <clears throat> some new Bible school friends. This is Miss Ruby and this is Miss Piper. And of course we have Alicia and Kylie back. And we have Cindy's granddaughter visiting. And this is a new person visiting. Can you tell us your name? Alasia and Jasmine and Jerry. How about a story this morning? Here comes Georgia and Neva. All right. We're going to do a really quick story. Hi, Bubby. Hi, Dad. Jasmine. Okay. You want to hear this story? You know what, guys? Because all of us parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles, everybody's pretty busy all the time. I mean, busy, busy, busy all the time. Look at Kelsey. Only she's not going to be Kelsey today. Listen to this story. Jesus had many friends. As he traveled from place to place, he would often stay with them. One family he spent time with had a brother and two sisters. And this, Kelsey's going to pretend to be Martha. Okay, that's the family that Jesus stayed with sometimes. The brother's name was Lazarus. And my friend Dimitri is going to be Lazarus. And then Jake is going to portray Jesus this morning. Listen to what happened in this story. One day, Jesus sent word to them that while he was going to be in Bethany for a while, he was going to come stay with this family. Okay? And this is Martha. Look what Martha is doing. Busy, busy, busy. Never enough time. I can't get everything done. There isn't a minute to spare. Why are you so busy, Martha? Jesus is coming. How wonderful. I love him when he there will be no time for that, Lazarus. You need to help me get everything ready. There's so much to do. Busy, busy, busy. Not enough time. Do sometimes when we are getting ready to have company, do we run around like crazy people and clean the house? And, I mean, just crazy. You do? Martha swept the dirt floor with her straw broom. She went to the village well to get water. She didn't even stop to talk to the other women who had gathered there. And then she went to the market to get fresh pomegranates. She didn't have a minute to lose. Lazarus, come quickly. I need you. We need more firewood for the oven. Martha, you baked enough bread for a own regiment. Jesus and his friends cannot possibly eat all that we have. I don't want to run out. I want to be a good hostess. I want Jesus and his friends to feel welcome. You don't need to spend so much time on cooking and cleaning. Busy, busy, busy. Not enough time. Jesus will be here soon. I need your help. Don't just sit there. Do something. Martha bustled around all morning. When Jesus and his friends arrived, Martha was still hurrying back and forth. But Lazarus came to the place where Jesus was sitting. He sat at his feet and listened to the things he had to say. Jesus, will you tell Lazarus to get up and help me? 
He is left me to do all the work. Martha, Martha, Martha. You are so worried about things that don't really matter. But there's so much to do. And Lazarus is just sitting there and listening. Uh, Lazarus is doing what is important for him. What he learns from listening to me cannot ever be taken from him. But, but, but. There is plenty to eat. Guys, did Martha ever stop running around and getting ready for Jesus? Did she ever just stop and listen to what Jesus had to say? What do you think, Jerry? She never stopped. And sometimes we don't ever take the time to just stop and listen to what Jesus has to say to us. And that's the story today. Sometimes if you see your moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas or aunts and uncles getting so busy that they don't have time to stop on Sunday and bring you to Sunday school on top in church, just let them know that the one that thing that's most important is to stop and listen to Jesus. Okay? You guys were a great audience. Thank you very much, Lazarus, Jesus, and Martha. Go back to your seats, please. Children's Church can go with me and Kelsey. We'll be reading from Leviticus 19 today. The Lord told Moses to say to the community of Israel, Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. When you harvest your fields, do not cut the grain at the edges of the fields, and do not go back to cut the grain heads of the grains that were left. Do not go back through your vineyard to gather the grapes that were missed, or to pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for poor people and foreigners. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal or cheat or lie. Do not make a promise in my name if you do not intend to keep it. That brings disgrace on my name. I am the Lord your God. Do not rob or take advantage of anyone. Do not hold back the wages of someone you have hired, not even for one night. Do not curse the deaf. Or put something in front of the blind so as to make them stumble over it. Obey me. I am the Lord your God. Be honest and just when you make decisions in legal cases. Do not show favoritism to the poor or fear the rich. Do not spread lies about anyone. And when someone is on trial for his life, speak out if your testimony can help him. I am the Lord. Do not bear a grudge against others, but settle your differences with them, so that you will not commit a sin because of them. Do not take revenge on others or continue to hate them, but love your neighbors as you love yourself. I am the Lord. We'll pray. Oh God, you are our God, our path to righteousness. And we are the caretakers and keepers of your tenets, your way. Make us ever mindful of your commands, Lord, as we go about our daily lives. Give us the wisdom to seek your will, to love one another, so that your kingdom can reign even now. And you can be glorified and show your praise. In your name we pray. Amen.
Father, we gather today collectively to praise you. We come today to thank you for our fathers, our fathers who believed in us, who cared for us, who diligently looked after our goings and our comings. They were just an inkling of how much your love for us is, and we're grateful for that, for giving us people that we could touch and smell and hug to just get a small sample of how great, how glorious, and beyond anything we can compare, your love is for us. Be with us as we go throughout this week. We ask that you bless these tithes and offerings where we've worked so diligently throughout the week and hopefully been an example to the world of your love for each other. We ask that you bless Mary as she brings our sermon to us. May it fill fill our souls. Thank you for everyone that is here. We ask that you bless those who cannot be with us. It's in your name I pray. Amen. early. We practice this thing 15 minutes, okay? <laughs> you have to tell them that.
Let the songs I sing bring joy to you. Let the words I say profess my love. Let the notes I choose be your favorite tunes. Father, let my heart be after you. Father, let my heart be for you. I'm going to say it for y'all. Wow. <laughs> you were thinking it. I know you were. An old farmer went to the city one weekend and attended a big city church. He came home and his wife asked him how it was. Well, said the farmer, it was good. They did some things differently, though. They sang praise and worship choruses instead of hymns. Praise and worship choruses, said the wife. What are those? Well, they're okay. They're sort of like hymns, only different, said the farmer. Well, what's the difference, asked the wife. The farmer said, well, it's like this. If I were to say to you, Martha, the cows are in the corn. Well, that would be a hymn. If, on the other hand, I would say to you, Martha, Martha, Martha. Oh, Martha, Martha, Martha. The cows, the big cows, the brown cows, the black cows, the white cows, the black and white cows, the cows, the cows, the cows are in the corn, are in the corn, are in the corn, the corn, corn, corn. If I were to repeat the whole thing four or five times and include a guitar and a drum solo, well, that would be a praise chorus. <laughs> As luck would have it, that exact same Sunday, a young new Christian from the city church attended the small country church. He came home and his wife asked him, well, how was it? Well, said the young man, it was good. They just do some things differently, though. They sing hymns instead of regular songs. Hymns, said the wife. What are those? Well, they're okay. They're sort of like regular songs, only different, said the young man. Well, what's the difference, asked the wife. Well, the young man said, well, it's like this. If I were to say to you, Martha, the cows are in the corn. Well, that would be a regular song. If, on the other hand, I were to say to you, Oh, Martha, dear Martha, hear thou my cry. Inclinest thine ear to the words of my mouth. Turn thy whole wondrous ear by and by to the righteous, intimidable, glorious truth. For the ways of the animals who can explain. In their heads is no shadow of sense. Hearkenest they in the God, in God's son or in his reign, unless from the mild tempting corn 
they are fenced. Yea, those clouds and cows in glad bovine rebellious delight have broken free from their shackles, their warm pens eschewed. They goaded by minions of darkness and night, 